G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan with our regular contributor Ron Ross with all the breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron, welcome. Thank you, Andrew. The U.S. has warned Israel that Saudi Arabia expects major concessions for the Palestinians to reach any peace deal. Yeah, following weeks of reports that Saudi Arabia and Israel are inching closer to an historic normalization agreement, the Biden administration is signaling that such a deal will come to fruition only if it includes major concessions to the Palestinians. According to an Axios report, U.S. Secretary of State Tony Blinken recently told Ron Dermer, a senior advisor of Benjamin Netanyahu, that Israel is misreading the situation if it believes a peace agreement is possible without sweeping gestures towards the Palestinians. Saudi Arabia has long maintained that it would not agree to normalize relations with Israel unless it agrees to the establishment of an independent Palestinian state. Blinken reportedly said in the meeting with Derma that Saudi Arabia will need to show the Arab and Muslim world that it got significant deliverables from Israel regarding the Palestinians. The Axios report comes weeks after Prime Minister Netanyahu announced plans for a high-speed rail that would link the Gulf Kingdom and the Jewish state, although that proclamation was not yet confirmed by Saudi officials. And defiant Prime Minister Netanyahu has dismissed uh, recent war threats from Hamas. Yeah, the Israeli Prime Minister dismissed threats of war from a senior Hamas terror commander in remarks at the beginning of the weekly cabinet meeting. Saleh Aruri, who commands Hamas terror cells in Judea and Samaria, threatened war if Israel began launching targeted assassinations of Hamas leaders in Gaza or Lebanon. The leaders of the occupation government, with their extreme policy, will cause an all-out war in the region, Aruri told the pro-Hezbollah newspaper Al Mayadin in an interview. He went on to say, some in the cabinet are considering actions such as taking control of Al-Aqsa Mosque and dividing it along with assassinations, knowing that this would lead to a regional war. In response, Netanyahu said, I also heard the arrogant words of senior Hamas official Aruri from his hiding place in Lebanon. He knows very well why he and his friends are hiding. Hamas and other branches of Iran understand very well that we will fight with all means against their attempts to create terrorism against us in Judea and Samarra and Gaza and anywhere else. And, and news out of Libya, the Libyan foreign minister was fired because she met with her Israel counterpart. She was eventually forced to flee the country. Yeah, Libyan Foreign Minister Nayak Mangush was fired on Monday for meeting last week with her Israeli counterpart Eli Cohen in Rome. 
The event, which had been billed as historic, created an uproar in Tripoli and a diplomatic debacle in Jerusalem. That issue was not the meeting itself, which was held in secret, but a decision by Cohen on Sunday evening to publicise that they had held a face-to-face conversation with an eye towards normalising ties between the two nations, which at the moment have no diplomatic relations. Mangush was forced to flee to Turkey to escape the public anger. The United States, which had worked behind the scenes to strengthen ties between the two countries, are reportedly furious with Cohen for publicising the meeting. Incredible. And a visa crisis has hit Christian ministries in Israel. Yeah, this is an ongoing problem. The Chief of Staff of the Population and Immigration Authority has reached out to the lawyer representing the International Christian Embassy in Jerusalem, ICEJ, to inform them that a review of the visa policy that has banned permanent staff from entering Israel is underway and an understanding will be reached soon. Moreover, the Jerusalem Post confirmed that the issue had been brought to the highest levels of the Israeli government. We've been waiting on this review for over three years now without any valid explanation for the delays and drastic changes in visa policies over that time, said David Parsons, the ICEJ vice president and their senior spokesman. We are confident we can work out a long-term resolution on our visas now that we have their attention. Last week, Parsons turned to the media over concerns that his and other large Christian organisations were slowly being squeezed out of existence by the Interior Ministry. And a Mount Ebal amulet affirms the Israelite ancient worship of God named Yahweh. Yeah, recent test results on a small lead amulet found in a sifting project linked to Joshua's altar on Mount Ebal in northern Samaria. It's confirmed that it contains the oldest known proto-Hebraic inscription of the divine name Yahweh, Hebrew for God. This predates by some 600 years the priestly blessing silver amulets from the time of King Hezekiah found on Bible Hill in Jerusalem, along with an ancient engraving of the name Yahweh in Egyptian hieroglyphics found decades ago in northern Sudan, the lead pendant provides further evidence that Israelite worship of this creator God has been around for a long time, as the Bible told us. Well, Ron, thank you again for your updates, and we pray again for peace in Israel and Jerusalem, her capital. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.